Hello, everyone, and welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast. And I'm your host, Hannah Kukuli. And if you're here for the first time, thank you so much. It's great to see you here. Thanks for tuning in. And so the goal of this podcast is to actually give resources to female business owners and aspiring female entrepreneurs who are looking for ideas, direction, support, and advice on how to start a business, as well as transform their vision or idea into a successful, profitable business. And so every week you will hear from me, as well as my lovely candid interviews with remarkable women and men who have turned their visions and ideas into a successful business. And so today we are celebrating the Global Entrepreneurship Week. So throughout the month of November, um, especially during this season of this podcast, I will interview remarkable business leaders and entrepreneurs all around the world. And so today I am so thrilled to have Miss Debbie Olabisi, a businesswoman, she's an author, and she is a practicing member of the Chattered Insurance Institute and the Society of Wheel Writers. She attended FGGC Bida Niger State in Nigeria. She graduated with a degree in computer science and has now MBA in finance. She's worked with three major banks in Nigeria for over 12 years before relocating to the UK in 2011. She joined MetLife as a sales advisor in 2012 and in 2014, um, joined Ensure Limited and currently with Precise Protect, where she is actually a specialist mortgage and protection advisor. She is the principal consultant, CEO of IGAG um, Financial Solution. Debbie enjoys helping people with protection plans. So today she will speak to us about placing protection on the map in an economy that is currently experiencing a living crisis. And so welcome to Birth Your Vision podcast, Debbie. Let's get started. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for joining me today. And I am super excited because we're talking all about putting protection on the plan, aren't we? And just wanted to check in with you and see how was your day today? Ah, full. <laughs> it's been very eventful. And, and I work long hours. Yeah. Very, very eventful. I could I could imagine definitely. So um yeah, um, you know, we've all pardon. <laughs> I said we're talking about protection and like we I was sharing with you protection. earlier what happened what happened as I was coming home. And yeah. I wasn't flustered because I knew I had cover in place. All I had right. to do was make the call. <laughs> make the call and they're coming to fix my car. Coming That's to fix your car. That's a about. very good that's a very good example on and how to actually kick off this conversation. So let's take it way back just to get to know who you are, Debbie. Um, so as a businesswoman, what is it that really prompted you to launch your business in this current niche of protection? I found out that I have a passion for helping people, especially women. And I've seen that life throws us curveballs when we least expect. Similar happened to me this evening. So what happens when you get hit with a ball? Women 
usually are the ones left to carry on when things happen. So that's part of my passion for starting a business, to educate women on the need to seek protection while they can still get it easily, cheaply. Because when you need it desperately, then you might not be able to get it or it might be too expensive. So that's my passion. We are the, the, the homemakers. We keep the home. So if we do not do what is needful or we do not know that we should do what is needful and these things happen, what's your fallback position? So that's part of, that's my main passion, educating women especially, educating people on the need for protection. Mm, that is so important because we all need to be protected and it's important that um, you're sharing that opportunity with women um, because there is an op there is a, a way that we can actually learn from you, especially you being a professional in this field. And so thank you so much for, you know, allowing us into your world to be able to understand your reasons of why you've decided to launch, you know, a business within this niche. And so what services do you provide and who does it serve? ACAP Financial Solutions was birthed, like I said, as an opportunity to serve women. Mm. When I first came into this country, I worked in the support care and support industry. And there was one lady that I was working with, and she had motor neuron disease. And that opened my eyes to a lot of things that could happen if we did not have protection in place. She was blessed with a very resourceful husband and he was able to help her. First, they had to battle. They were just uh, cohabiting. They were not married. So because her MND, first thing she lost was the ability to speak. So to even get married was a hurdle because she couldn't open her mouth to say, I do. Honest. It was it was a battle. But he, like I said, he was very resourceful. He, he, he just wouldn't let anything get in his way until he was able to get her power of attorney, both her, her welfare and financial, and help her. So that opened my eyes. Because then also, I had started working with MetLife as a sales advisor where we talk about insurance, income protection, life cover, and critical illness. So this was a life case I had in front of me, critical illness. And I, I can't go into too much details about that, but that was what opened my eyes. So while I was now on the side doing my insurance business, I now went and trained as a wheel writer. And that birthed ACAG Financial Solutions, where we talk about powers of attorney, wills, trust, in addition to protection plans, insurance, income protection, life insurance, critical illness. So it's a whole package that I offer. So for me, it's a conversation because one day we're going to get that phone call that dreaded phone call. And when that happens, what's your fallback position? 
absolutely you are so right i think it's so important that we're able to um you know listen to this vital information from you tonight because many people are still looking at how to start in terms of putting a will in place and also putting protection in place and you know by listening to what you have to say um it's it's so vital that action is taking um you know we've just overcome a very tough few months you know and um many people have not actually put things in place and they've lost their loved ones and things like that and um it's quite sad and it's very devastating um that sometimes your family are left with no support at the end because of no protection in place and these are the things that we're going to be talking about today and also relating it to the current economy which is the um living crisis that we're all experiencing currently at the moment and how important it is to have protection um you know income protection life life insurance how important that is in this current climate as well so thank you so much for you know allowing us to understand your your motivation and what inspired you to actually birth um you know ikag financial solutions and so the topic for tonight it's basically about um putting protection on the map so give us a good definition of what that really means and what inspired you to go for this topic today when you asked me to give you a topic i was like mm what affects everyone right now i don't know if there's somebody who is not affected in this world from 2020 when the lockdown happened the pace of change has increased some people have lost a lot if not everything mm-hmm. during the covid now i use myself as an example i was one of those who I came down with covid march 2020 and for 3 months I was knocked out but I had protection in place and all it took was for me to call my provider and they sent me the claim form I completed it with the GP report and sent it off and I was paid for what I insured myself for until I was able to go back to work So putting protection on the map on the map means put it out there for everybody to see what is protection and why you need it. One question I would like to ask everybody is should anything happen to you how would you maintain your current lifestyle? Most of us will pay rent or mortgage. We would pay for utilities. transport and food these are the four basic every other thing are add-ons cost is going up how do you cope so i would like to ask people if anything were to happen to your source of income how do you maintain your lifestyle how do you pay your bills how do you take care of a loved one that's ill because sometimes you may not be the one who is ill is a loved one that is ill and that will affect the number of hours you can actually go to work and that of course will also reduce your income 
Some people will say, oh, government will support me. We all know government will do what they can do. But how much is a weekly sick pay? 85 pounds or thereabout. 85 pounds will not even buy you one week grocery. So, 2022 today, lots of people have lost people. Breadwinners, family, friends, cousins. We have only two guarantees in life. Death and taxes. So when those things, if a loved one were to be, were to pass on, and they were the bread on um, breadwinner in that family, my question will always be, how would you cope? Do you want your family to be left with a roof over their head or a huge death? But if you took a life insurance policy, it would pay out if you met all the terms and conditions. And your family can pay the mortgage. Some people will say, hmm, well, they can sell the house. Selling a house is not easy, especially with interest rates now and mortgage. Selling a house will take time. So I would always want people to consider looking at if anything were to happen to me, how would my family cope? How will I pay my bills? How will I continue to maintain my lifestyle? Some things are like the four that I listed. They're not negotiable. You have to pay your rent or your mortgage. You have to pay for heating. Now, the prices of heating, electricity, it's gone up. I would also like to ask people, what is most important to you? Some might say, oh, yes, I have insurance. I've done it a couple of years ago. But what you had in place a couple of years ago, was suitable then? Is it still suitable now? Does it still cover your needs? So you, well, I always recommend have a review every two years or thereabout. Or once you've had a life-changing circumstance, have a review to see that you're still adequately covered. Is your umbrella full or half? Or does it have holes? So yeah. mm. to put the protection on the map, I want to put it in people's faces. I want to shout it out. Look at yourself. Don't look far. Just yourself. If anything happened to you, what is your fallback position? How will I pay my rent or my mortgage? How will I feed my children? How will I pay my car payments? How will I cope with maintaining my lifestyle? But if you sat down with a consultant and reviewed yourself, you can put protection plans in place that will pay out if you were to be able to make a successful claim. Some people will say, oh, no, insurance, they're liars. They just like to collect premiums. When it's time for you, for them to pay out, they wouldn't. But that is so far from the truth. Mm -hmm. Thank God this country is well regulated. And would always say, you have a duty to disclose every material fact because a failure to do that may affect a future claim. Once you've disclosed all material facts and all the underwriting and everything necessary has been put in place, it is in the best interest of the insurance company to pay out your claim. And they do pay out. I'm a beneficiary and I have so many clients that have put out claims and they've been paid. So 
That's my story today. Put insurance protection in the face of everybody. Shout it out. The economy, it's going to get tough before mm -hmm. it gets better. So how do you protect yourself? So, so true, definitely. And just to add to what you've said, you know, no matter what um, life stage you're in, um, it's always important to put protection cover in place. And because this will actually give you that reassurance and especially that peace of mind in many ways, especially if you are, if you have something unexpected happening to you, you know, for example, if you buy a new home with a loved one and you have a mortgage together, you know, life insurance can actually provide that financial support for the others, you know, um, if something should happen to either of you. So it's so important for you to be able to understand that during this time, there's got to be something in place because you just can't depend on the government. You know, you've got to have something that you can actually fall back on. And so it's so important. And that's why we're talking about putting protection you know, in on the map so that people have an understanding of what needs to be done, especially during this current crisis um, um, season that we're in. And so I wanted to look at, you know, there are some people, obviously, who are currently not protected. And so why don't people currently have protection cover, especially when, you know, some of them have the information in front of them? And so they've not really made the effort or taken any of the actions. Um, and so I just wanted you to kind of dive into that. But some of the things that I've heard in the past is, oh, I can't afford it. Or um, I don't think I'm experienced enough to be able to complete the forms or stuff like that. Um, I don't know who does it. You know, I wanted to look into other things, but I'm not really sure which one suits me. So there's so many different reasons why people you know, are not looking into signing up to um, protection. So if you can just throw some light into that in terms of how, why are people not really getting into, you know, having a protection cover or, or for themselves? You're very right when you say one of the excuses will be, I can't afford it. Yeah. Some people just assume they can't afford it. They've not actually sat down with a consultant, an advisor to look yeah. at, their outgoings, we would always recommend you sit down with an advisor, look at your outgoings and look at your income. In income. Protection is actually cheaper than you most people think it is. For as, li as little as five pounds, you can buy yourself some level of protection. Now, it also depends on your priority and the value you place on the protection. That's the key thing. If you do not see the value in it, you would always make an excuse. Oh, I don't need it. Oh, I will do it later. Oh, I can't afford it. All this, all that. But if you place a value on it, to drive a car in this country, you must be insured because that's the law. I wish government will make it a law that everybody must have income protection and critical illness cover and life cover. If they made it a lot, then maybe people would take it seriously. But it just takes one rude shock. I would give an example. One of my clients, a, a medical doctor, I saw her to do a review of her policy because she wanted more cover. They just moved to another property, so she wanted more cover. And we discussed around income protection. And she said, oh, that no, 
I work with the NHS. I would get paid six months full salary and six months half salary. I said, okay, fine, but I just want you to consider it. Not long down the line, two or three weeks after, I started getting calls from her. What's going on? She now told me that she received two root shocks that actually woke her up after that conversation. First root shock, she was off sick for two weeks and resumed. This was around Christmas. She was off sick for two weeks and when she resumed, they paid her only two weeks salary. And she was like, no, there must be a mistake somewhere. Yes, there was a mistake somewhere. And that's why they paid her only two weeks. But they paid her the balance later. But she said that was a root shock, number one. That Of course, two weeks salary is not enough for all her outgoings that she normally would have to deal with. So that was root shock, number one. Number two, a friend she knew suffered stroke. And it was so bad, she knew that that person may never be able to go to work again. And that's why she was like, no, what I was telling her is the truth. Anything could happen to anyone at any point in time. And the best thing is to be protected. So I would say, if you feel you cannot afford it, that's not true. There are just some things you need to adjust in your budget. Maybe cut off one cup of coffee every week that you buy on your way to work. If you sit down with an advisor and you look at all your outgoings, something can be done that you can afford it and you necessarily do not have to buy a big policy you just buy something that you can afford at that point in time invest it's an investment if you see insurance policy as an investment in your in protecting yourself then it i can't afford it will not be an issue some will say i'm too young i don't need it well if there's one lesson covid taught us sickness or anything does not or death is no respecter of any age in this day that we live in some will say i will do it later and to me that's the saddest excuse because one thing with insurance or protection plans is your age is a factor that determines how much you pay your current health status is a factor and then how much cover now, I'm yet to meet a human being who is getting younger. <laughs> we are all getting older. So if, for example, a 30-year-old person takes a, a 100,000 life cover and that 100,000 life cover is going to cost that person, for example, 20 pounds a month, the same condition for a 34 if he waits till he's 31 or 32 it's going to cost more so there's no the best time to take a policy for yourself is when you're younger when you do not have any medical conditions that way you get yourself a big a bigger package than for you to wait until when you now need it by then you may not even be able to get it because you may be uninsurable or it will be too expensive for you so don't procrastinate. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it now. Another excuse people would normally give would be, um, government will take care of me. Government itself is overstretched. Don't sit and wait for government. 
the paper form, all the application, everything you need to do before you even get any support from government is strenuous. And it's not going to be enough compared to if you took a policy that was adequate for yourself. So that's my advice to everyone. Do not procrastinate. Do not wait. Just do it. That's Nike. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just and I like the way you've broken it down. Um, quite easy, quite straightforward, so that people can actually understand how to get started. And, you know, looking at um, the spike in the average cost of living and, um, you know, having income protection, obviously, is definitely another one that is very important as, as well, or even critical illness, like you've said as well to be able to put that in place, um, especially with our day-to-day pressure of maintaining daily finances. And you just don't know what could happen. You know, we've just been hit by the pandemic that happened and some people were not able to go back to work. Some people lost their job and stuff like that. You know, it's about thinking about, you know, did people even have anything in place as of that time, you know, and to prevent this happening again, it's so important that this kind of conversation that we're having today um, really resonates with people and and I hope it encourages people to actually take action because obviously, um, like you mentioned before about the um, statutory sick pay, it's about £99, 35p a week and, you know, for up to 28 weeks and at the end of the day, that might not even be enough for you to cover you And if you're relying on other incentives that the government will provide, you know, it's going to be quite difficult. So it's about looking at ways to make your finance a lot better and also covering yourself, making sure that there's something available during the times of, you know, um, heavy cost of living in which we are in at this moment. So um, it's so important that you think about speaking to um, a professional, a protection advisor, someone like Debbie, who is quite professional and very um, good at what she does. She's able to give advice and support and things like that. So Debbie, what kind of services do you offer? I'm a specialist protection advisor. So I offer advice and protection plans on wills and trusts, estate planning. When I say protection plans, I'm talking about income protection. I prefer to use call it lifestyle protection yeah. because if you cannot earn an income or you're, because you've, you've been involved in an accident or you're sick or you cannot work, that's when income protection payout kicks in. They continue to pay you a certain amount up mm-hmm. to some providers between 65 to 75% of your gross per annum. And that will go a long way. And when you're not worried about paying bills, you just focus on getting better. So true. Indeed, so, definitely. And mm. then in terms of mortgage, life insurance, I like to make people think, if anything happened to me, do I want to leave my family with a, a death, a debt or a roof over their head? Of course, you want to leave a roof over their head. So we'll look at a suitable life cover that will cover the mortgage. Also, when we're talking about critical illness, illness doesn't respect anybody. Babies, unborn babies, children, adults, anything could happen to anyone at any point in time. And in addition, most of these providers of insurance provide other support services, like you could 
one thing I like a lot about them. They offer you the option for a second opinion. So for example, your GP has said, Mr. XYZ is suffering from ABC condition and he needs one to three course of treatment. If you had a, a policy in place, you could activate that second opinion option, have your medical report checked by specialists in that field. And specialists in that field, imagine a specialist, an oncol a specialist oncologist or a specialist whatever field, the same specialist that would attend to somebody who is a superstar, I imagine how much they will build that superstar. It's also accessible to you, who is just a normal person, average person. So that's some of the benefits you can get. You have that option for a second opinion. And they may come out and say, okay, no, we don't think this is the condition, or we don't think this is the kind of treatment that he should take. Rather, he should have this option. And that could even give you the opportunity to quickly deal with that ailment. Yeah? So, another benefit is you could get the support of bereavement if you needed counseling. And these counselors are experts. They're not just, some people will think, oh no, because it's insurance, I'm not going to get the best. No, you're going to get the best. So there's so many benefits added on to the, the protection plans that you take. Mm -hmm. So income protection, life cover, critical illness, and then estate planning. All these things are necessary. And that's the kind of service that I offer. Fantastic. Awesome. And so for those who have already obtained, um, you know, insurance and protection, um, can they actually get support in terms of um, when you consider the current cost of living? Can they obtain assistance um, if they have any trouble in paying for their life or income insurance? Yes, they can. Okay. Now, it depends on the kind of advice they had when they were taking that policy. We yeah. have what we call the waiver of premium, okay. which is an add-on. Some providers add it automatically to your uh, policy. Some you have it added on with a little premium, sometimes less than 50p or thereabout, to add that waiver of premium. So that waiver of premium kicks in when you're unable to pay your premium. But the best thing is contact your advisor or contact your provider so that they can tell you that, okay, you're eligible for that waiver of premium for a month, two months, three months, six months. Like that time I said I was ill and I claimed on my income protection plan. Because I had the waiver of premium in place, for that period they were paying me, they waived the premium. So I did not pay premium for that period until after, the month after, then the premium resumed. So another advice I would give is, if you're looking at it that now things are a bit tight, I beg you, do not cancel your insurance. Call your advisor and say, look, this premium is a bit heavy for me to pay now. Can you help me look at it? 
We can look at, we can sit down and look at it and reduce it. But do not cancel. Because like I said earlier, if you cancel your policy and say, I'll do it later. Later, you have grown older. You probably have developed one medical condition or the other, which will even make it more expensive than what you're paying now and you want to cancel. And then sometimes some kinds of policies are not available when you get to a certain age. For example, some providers, when you get to a certain age, you cannot get fracture cover. And you know that older people, fractures are really bad for them. So it's always better to have had that cover in place than to wait until you probably cannot get it anymore. So those are the kind of things that are available to help people with regards to paying for their premium. Sit down with your advisor. We can look at your budget together. There are some things you're probably paying for that you do not need, that you need to cancel. Your premium, we can look at reducing it so that at least you still maintain that cover rather than cancel it because there's no, um, um, what's that term for it? When you cancel your policy, you've canceled. There's no cashback. Because that's another question. People will say, oh, so all the money I've been paying all this while, where is it going to? It's not a saving scheme. So if you cancel your policy, you're done. You're canceled and you've canceled. No, no, no cashback, nothing. So rather than cancel, call your advisor, seek advice, have and look at your policy and look at how it can you can reduce it rather than cancel. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of things you can do to help with the with the um, cost. Thank you so much. That is so useful, so helpful, very much so. And um, yeah, I wanted to know about you know your business in terms of the skills that you probably had before you started your your business and how it's actually grown from you know where you started from um okay i started work after graduation first in customer service naturally i'm a very shy person i don't like talking to people <laughs> i'd rather be behind the scene getting things done but having to be front desk and I, and attend to customers helped build my confidence in myself, helped me to be able to talk to people. And because by nature, I'm a caring person. I don't like to see people suffer. I don't like to see people get into things when they could have easily have um, avoided it. That's one of the skills I brought into this job. And then I've worked in sales, getting clients, encouraging them to come and do business with us. So I guess talking, mm. I learned how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I learned how to talk to people. And then by nature, I'm somebody people just naturally gravitate to and talk to. So that's one major skill that I think I, 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 I enjoy in this line of business that I that I do. And because I have a passion for women and I like to talk to them. And I said, look, just do something for your children. Don't cause don't look. How much is a policy? Less than a manicure. Less than all these weaves we put on our heads. 
So what are we talking about? Mm. We're talking about do something for your children. So those are one of the skills. Um, networking. And that's how I met you. And all the lovely ladies in uh, all women's network group. It's mm. always an awesome time when we're together. There's always one thing or the other to learn from people, to pick from their brains. I One of my other skills is organizational skills. I like to plan my day and plan with people. Look, let's put this down. In, when you put things down in black and white, it's actually clearer. And I am not a salesy person. I just like to sit down with you. Let's look at it. Let's let us raise it together. Then I leave you to go and actually ponder on what I've said. Thank God for Google. You can go and can type on Google and go and do your own research and see. So bring it back home. How will my family be looked after? Should anything happen to me? So important, definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that. These are really thought-provoking conversations that we're having just to get people to think, our listeners, to understand that protection is very important. It's those that we leave behind that needs that extra support, you know, encouragement, especially when you lose someone, you know, a member of your family. And let's say that that's a parent. And, you know, sometimes the children are left with nothing. And so these are the things that are very important to be able to support the person that's left, especially with funeral costs and everything else as well. Um, and also financial costs to help um, the children to live, you know, a very good, simple lifestyle as well, to help them financially. So these things, they are very vital. They're so important. And I hope it's resonating with our listeners. So if you do have any questions, please leave them in the comments so that we can answer those questions for you. And so, um, you know, what? Yeah, you said, and I said something for the children, mm. but not only the children, if you yourself mm. benefit from having that protection. Yeah. I mentioned the add-ons you could have if you needed um, bereavement support, if you needed counseling, if you needed a second opinion, if you needed um, uh, help, the providers provide all these things you can actually even benefit from because the most common policy people hear about is life insurance life insurance but life insurance pays out when you're dead and we only die once not twice <laughs> well if you had an income protection plan in place you mm -hmm. can benefit directly from that and then your family yeah if you had a critical illness cover in place you can benefit your child can benefit children are born with some some children are born with congenital diseases some children could come down with something after so it's not just about you it's for you now and for kids now and later definitely thank you so much for highlighting that so so important and so for those who are listening and they're thinking actually i love what debbie does and i'm actually quite inspired by her and I want to do exactly what she's doing. So what advice would you provide to someone who wants to pursue a profession in the same field as you? Jump on the wagon. Just do it. That's my slogan. You can um, 
insurance industry is very regulated in this country. Very interesting uh, profession because you are making impact, positive impact in people's lives. That's my driving force. When somebody gets that phone call, that dreaded phone call, or even me, when they call me and say, oh, something has happened. I'm always so happy to say, okay, bring your provider. Let me look at your policy. This is what we can do. So anyone who wants to do this business, this, I don't even want to call it business, who wants to impact other people's lives, I'm happy to talk to you if you, if you need further encouragement. You need to find a pro, a, 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 um, an insurance brokerage company to join. And then also, you can train. You can train with the Chartered Insurance Institute as well. Awesome. So there's lots of opportunities to, of you know, get into this kind of profession. Um, Debbie is amazing at what she does and she's very passionate about it. Like she's already explained, she loves to care and support people, making sure that they are okay. And so she's the right person, go-to person to support. So every link to get in touch with Debbie will be in the description box. So do leave your comment in there as well, should you want to ask her any question. And so Debbie, thank you so much for covering that wonderful topic. I think you've done you've done it real good justice, to be quite honest with you. Um, from this um, interview, you've been able to put protection back onto the map. I know many of our listeners will be thinking, right, I need to think whether I do have a protection cover. I need to look at the ones that I need to get. I need to think about my family, my loved one, my partner. You know, so I think it's so important that we keep having conversations to be able to raise awareness, to really help people take action. And I think you've definitely done it justice um, this evening. And so I just wanted to kind of um, jazz up our interview a little bit, just to add a little bit of spice and some razzle-dazzle into it. And so these are some of the questions that I've put together, just two questions, just fun question to kind of lift up the spirits a little bit. And so one of the question is, what is your favorite book and why has it, and has it benefited you in your business? Hmm. Do I have a favorite book? <laughs> I remember that you're an author as well. You've just um, launched your wonderful book this year. Yeah. I had the opportunity to be there. Plus you wrote the foreword. At the launch. Um, yes, I did. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, in terms of the financial, um, I guess, protection, wheels, you know, are there any books that you've read in relation to that um, or any book that you felt has actually helped you or inspired you, builded up your confidence or even motivated you to start a business or even become the very best version of yourself? Because I know that there are times in your life that you had, you know, different sort of circumstances and, you know, um, certain publications or articles has helped you along your journey. So any one of those would be really great as to what has what, helped One of such books is, I've forgotten the, the author, but yeah. it's, it's called Go For No. Okay, that's an interesting title. And no just means next opportunity, next one. 
go out there and get a hundred news it just means keep going keep going i like keep that going. don't stop if don't somebody stop. tells you no it just means next one next opportunity and mm -hmm. go on and go on impacting teaching educating and the person who said no today would remember you a couple of in future and when they're ready they will call yeah and sometimes it's sad that they call you when things have happened i don't like that kind of call i'll rather when i speak with you we do something but if you don't do something i know i've planted a seed and when you're ready you're gonna call so that's one of the books that i enjoy reading mm. go for no i love that you know next opportunity because sometimes we have people who say no to us a lot. And sometimes that could be something that could be of a, of a discouragement to many people, especially if you already have a low self-esteem and someone says no to you several times. It's almost like um, you feel like they're shutting down your spirit. But actually, like you've said, no is not just um a, a form of failure that's not what it is it's basically an opportunity for you to know that there is something else that's going to come that's even more bigger and better than what you're embarking on and because that person said no today doesn't mean that somebody else will say no and doesn't mean that another opportunity will not come and i think it's so important that we understand what no is and also to know how to say no because not everything you have to say yes to and we have to practice the art of saying know sometimes ourselves right because some things we cannot really do and so it's important it's not to offend nobody but it's just to have discipline in place which is very important so i really love that and um yeah another question is around you know what would you <laughs> if you could travel back in time and talk to your 16 year old self what would you tell her A little story about when I turned 16. Yeah. I was so excited to wake up that 16, that day I turned 16. I rushed to the mirror, I looked myself in the mirror. I still look the same. So I was like, what the heck about sweet 16? I didn't change. I didn't transform like a butterfly or whatever. But <laughs> that's just to add some fun to this interview. Absolutely. My 16 year old self, <laughs> what is still tied to what I said about that book. Mm. Don't be afraid. Each day is a gift for you to unwrap and achieve so much. Mm. Forget all the yesterdays. Just go out there and give it your best shot. Whatever it is that you want to do, give it your best shot. So don't be afraid. Dip your toe and step out yes step out very very important for sure and so for those who are watching us listening to this wonderful episode um i can see some amazing comments coming in just let me look through that so thank you so much someone said this has been a very useful interview i'm just going to post it there thank you so much this has been a very useful um, conversation. I hope it has resonated with so many of us to take action, not just to listen, but to take action. And you know what? We have Debbie who can actually support you to be able to take that action and really bring 
you know, all that you wanted to achieve in regards to protection to life within the next few days, few weeks even. And so you have the opportunity to tap into the resources today. And so for those who are listening, Debbie, could you um, share an inspirational word or, you know, words of encouragement as we um, wrap up the interview? And we want to kind of focus on them bringing their visions to life and also aiming, you know, high as well. Word of encouragement. Hmm. There's something each and every one of us is on this planet to do. That thing is inside of you and will not go away. Hmm. It just would not go away. So rather than you wishing it to it will go away, birth your vision. Hmm. Like anyone who is going to birth anything, it comes with birth pangs. Ask anyone who's had a baby. The nine months sometimes was not a roller coaster. Don't let fear stop you. That passion, that thing inside of you that wants to be birthed, that is just not, is refusing to keep quiet. Sit down, put pen to paper and just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect just that as you're going along the way you would learn you would trip a few times but when you trip it's for you to know that okay no that's not how to do it you get up and you continue so that little thing inside of you birth it nurture it and let it grow you'll be glad that's it thank you so much that is powerful what a way to wrap up this wonderful episode today Thank you to all our listeners and thank you to my wonderful guest who has been just incredible today, giving us lots of tips and lots of strategies as well as information as to how we can actually make sure that we are protected, especially during this season of our current crisis. So there's no excuses for no one. Um, there's opportunity for you to work with Debbie. All her links will be there. And um, yes, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. I hope you've had a great time with us today. And um, Debbie, you are also part of the All Women's Network Membership Club. And um, how has that been for you in terms of being a member? I joined this year. And I don't know how you do it, Hannah. I always ask you that. I don't know how you do what you do. But you're just a source of inspiration. Ask her any question. She has an answer showing you how to grow your business, showing you what you need to do. I encourage everyone who wants to do business and do it well. Business should not be a burden. It should be enjoyed. But sometimes we feel alone. Sometimes we don't know what to do. I found I couldn't post on Instagram if my life depended on it. <laughs> but Hannah showed me how to. So... I encourage any woman in business, connect connect with Hannah. She will show you what to do. She's a wealth of knowledge. Thank and you so much. All the women in all women network, we have we're specialists in different areas. And each time we meet, it's always awesome. Yes, absolutely. And we are excited actually. We have our networking 
Christmas extravaganza coming up and it's so, so exciting. And so we have come to the end of this wonderful show. Thank you so much to all our listeners. It's great to have you here. Thanks for joining us on this wonderful episode. And so if you are um, interested in coming to the event, I'm going to leave the link so that you can actually join us and be part of what we do. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been great having you on the show. Please um, leave a review as well as leave some great feedbacks on the podcast directories. And also you can get um, opportunity to be able to get many of our digital products to actually help you to start your own podcast and also um, opportunity for you to be able to bring your visions to life through our courses, which will be coming very, very soon because it's about helping you to birth the vision that is inside of you rather than hoeing the world adept. It's time for you to give birth to that vision. And it's time for you to start to think about 2023 and looking at what you're going to do that is going to be different. What are you going to do that's going to allow you to stand out, to be able to make an impact, make a change and become the authority figure and also position yourself well as a leading woman in business. So these are the kind of things that we help you with within the birth of vision in terms of resources and digital products and things like that. So you will find the link. Do get in touch with us should you want to be part of the membership as well. And so until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you and stay blessed. Thank you so much, Debbie, for being part of the show tonight. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye for now.